systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. I feel like we should make this episode a supersized one since there's no way we're going to be able to do a Friday one. Yeah, we'll just talk a lot longer. Talk bigger this one that you can split up in a two days i don't know i'm trying uh something <laughs> new today and i'm not sure if it's working yet or not what's that um there's this brand called carpe and it's basically carpe like, diem what is it carpe what do you do um it's it's basically anti-sweat products oh and i totally fell for an instagram targeted ad but i've oh, used fuck. but listen to me i've used carpe before <laughs> I like how at this point, right, we all know that it's such like fucking being uh, who's gowed by the guy working the street in Times Square, New York, that we have to be like, okay, look, I know I fell for like a targeted ad. It's almost like when we, we, we used to say before it became cool. Okay, so I bought it off one of those infomercials before all those products became cool and they were like in Walgreens. The mall kiosk guy totally (laughs) sold me. So, okay, what, what, tell tell us. So I've used their products before, but this is a new one and and their products are great. They do work. This is an unpaid endorsement. What are the products? I am. What are they? They're anti-sweat. So it's like- All of it. It's powders, it's creams for different parts of your body. Now, one of my biggest issues (laughs) is that I sweat- I start to sweat under my hair because I have so much hair. You got a big mop, yeah. Yeah, so um, when my head, and then your hair gets wet, and then your face is just drenched, and yeah. it's gross. Um, they sell a serum that goes on your scalp. A serum? Yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> when I hear serum, I just think of, uh, you know... It's not the, like a magic The potion. old snake oil guy. No. Who is it? Not uh, the Wizard of Oz before he's the wizard. Who is it? Dr. Oz? I have no idea. Uh, no, that's the guy running. That's, that's the, the guy crudite. who loves crudite guy. <laughs> no, but like the Oz character is actually a snake oil salesman. Like well, he's, yeah. he's in his, uh, his little rickety uh, uh, carriage and goes yeah. town to town selling his shit. So when you say serum, I think of like that guy going, this serum will fix all your problems. I think I would feel better about it if it was like a powder. This The only problem with the serum and this is the second day i've used it yesterday i messed up because you're supposed to leave it you're supposed to put it on your part okay leave it so it absorbs and then your head doesn't so this is a serum i assume is a liquid can i say a liquid yeah okay it's a thicker liquid okay so it's a shampoo so you put you put this cream serum whatever the fuck it is creamy liquid um and you put it into your hair. You put it on your part. All right. And then in theory, this serum is supposed to stop your body from sweating on your head, which you say for you is an issue. Yeah, that's where it always starts. And, and this gets is, out of control. By the way, when I was asking, you know, why, what it is they do, is this like a fucking Procter and Gamble? And this is one of our products. But you're saying, no, they have a, they have a store that is 100% Stopping you from sweating products. This is what they fucking specialize yeah, in. Yeah, and I've okay. used their products before, and they work. So See, that's so that, why I said, okay, I I trust you guys. I was going to say, if I like, know you're a reputable company. If they've dedicated their whole brand, yeah, this is all do. we do. 
So what kind of other products they got? Like I've seen the one for so, like guys now. It's like balls. Well, Everyone's trying to sell guys stuff for their balls. They, do that, have, they have a groin powder. Told you. But it's different for women. They have a men's and a women's. See, that's the other thing. How many of you haven't seen these new vagina deodorants? Holy shit, we could have yeah. used this back when I was uh, dating in the 90s. Uh, I also bought that. Fuck, they, they have works. Everywhere I go, I was waiting in line at Walgreens the other day, and I, I got close enough to some aisle where it's like, hey, it literally was called keep your hoo-hoo like fresh or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sweat down there, too. No, I know, but I'm just saying, so there, there seemed to be a bevy of products for any part of your body. So I bought the groin powder. <laughs> I bought the, for your pooner. I, I and I bought the serum, and then you got a free. It's a face lotion that stops your face from sweating. And so far, <laughs> so far, everything yeah. works. I mean, listen. The only problem, though, and I will. This is my product review. The, the face is a lotion. It's a groin powder. That's great. They have stuff <laughs> for your feet too. Powder. They have stuff for your hands. I didn't realize people sweat so much. I mean, I was going to say the original stop sweating zones. Are your underarms, yeah. right? We were all like, we need to do something to stop this sweat and this smell. And then your feet, those are like the only two. You're saying like at any part of your fucking body. Pretty much. Here's. Well, let me, let me finish go ahead, my product review. Continue your review. My product review of yes. this, the scalp yes. serum. Yes. So far, mm-hmm. it works okay. I'm not like dripping from my head yet. And I just exercised. And yeah. that's usually when it starts. The problem is, though, if you don't let it sit long enough to absorb yeah. and then style your hair, your hair is greasy. So you really have to just let okay. it sit, which I did, and that seemed to have worked. But they're good products. But it's interesting. It's, listen, I, our friend Jenny B. <laughs> yes. from Flint, yes. we always joked about how our heads sweat because we have a huge mop of hair. Yeah. And I told her I would review the product. So there's the review. You this just got to uh, let it sit long enough, though. Otherwise, uh, you're screwed. Couple observations, and then we can move on, right? One, we may just have to factor in the fact that we live in a desert. Why the hell do you think I bought all this stuff? <laughs> and you know, I think sweating is kind of part of the game of being out here. And from what I hear... The planet's not exactly cooling down. No. Right? So it's only going to get a little bit hotter. All right. So one, I'm thinking about, okay, we live in the desert. Duh, you're going to sweat more. Two, isn't sweating in some way, shape, or form kind of like healthy for our body? Well, it is. And like, I'm, isn't it, doesn't it serve a purpose? Yeah. I mean, you're, I'm still sweating. And I'm, I'm still a little sticky today. I'm just it's saying, shit outside. if we're now like almost to the point where it sounds like through these products, and it's funny, I can see sweat glistening off her fucking face right now. Shit, it's hilarious. That means the face thing. No, it's, it's like underneath your eye, your eye right that, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, was, I didn't, I put the face yeah. lotion on last so, night. I didn't put it on this morning. Yeah. But it, so here's what I'm saying. If we're essentially, it sounds like through this company, we can dunk our bodies. It's like a, it's like a full body condom. Remember that from Naked Gun? Uh, like we can dunk ourselves in all these kind of things that are going to stop us from sweating. Does that affect our body? And the reason why it needs to sweat. Isn't there know. a reason? Like, we sweat because it cools us down, and then we're better. I'm not a fucking doctor. Well, I don't I'm know just saying. I... You're the one that's like, I'm stopping all this sweating. And I'm thinking, well, why do we sweat? I'm do we need to sweating. sweat? I'm not like I'm not, like, totally dry right now. I was reading about, uh, there's this place in, uh, fucking, where is I We talked about it on the podcast somewhere, uh, one of the stands. But it's, like, the hottest uh, place in the world. It's basically the first place in the world that's becoming uninhabitable to humans. It's so hot, yeah. And it's a place where humans live, right? Normally yeah. you say that and it's like the middle of Death Valley, no one cares. But this is like a city in one of the stands, Pakistan, Afghanistan, one of those. And it's so fucking hot. 
uh, like a 125, I think is like their average temperature. Jesus. And they talk about how people don't sweat because their body is absorbing every molecule of moisture and then people are just dropping a fucking heat stroke because they're not even sweating. So that's why when I hear stuff like that and then I hear like, you know, hey, here's a product to stop us from sweating. I'm like, hmm, maybe sweating is kind of part of the deal. Maybe. I know it's not a fun part of the deal, right? No, no one likes to. I don't care for it. I think about this shit all the time about what the fuck olden days must have smelled like. Oh, disgusting. Think about, but. We're they our, wore so many more <laughs> so clothes, many clothes back then. They didn't have deodorant. Like, maybe that's why they wore so many clothes because the stinky shit was all the way on the inside. I I always laugh about like period films you know from like i don't know like movies like little women and amadeus where yeah, they yeah, are yeah. it is the full wigs the full Fuck outfits yeah, it's a big to do yeah and and it looks so beautiful but then i'm like i Stanky. bet everything smelled back then Listen, because nobody had anything to get rid of the stench i had to deal with just the evolving standards of living in an area that imported people from europe and in europe they were like yeah. they were like fuck your deodorant we're still getting out of world war ii over here yeah and I used to figure out and quickly in my neighborhood who was who we called off the boat. Off the boat, yeah. Versus the folks who were Americanized because the poles off the boat, man. Ooh. It was very... Um, it was pungent. It was, uh, it was uh, what's the word? Not prime. It was uh, not something we could easily assimilate them to. All no. things American, that was the hardest one. We like to smell nice. But I, I, I do. I think about all these fucking advancements, and now we're to the point of like, hey, do you just want to stop sweating? Yeah, fuck it. We got it. Yeah, don't worry about it. So last thing about this, and I... I've, this is something that happened in college. <laughs> I was in a play yeah. where we were, it was a play within a play. It was about a theater company doing a Christmas carol. Okay. So we were wearing the big period costumes. Yeah, like the Martha Cratchit Yeah, Martha. Or yeah, I had like the Martha Cratchit corset, all that stuff. Yep, yep. And the guy who was playing Ebenezer Scrooge was a super crunchy hippie. Um, he even had like a real, like authentic German name. I totally forgot what yeah. it is, but he was like a total <laughs> hippie. I think his parents were probably off the boat. Oh, yeah. Um, but I realized very early on because we had like com ha like combat scenes where we had to like fake fights and stuff. Yeah. yeah. He didn't wear deodorant and we yeah, all figured yeah. it out real quick. And I remember like a few of us were talking about it cause we're like, you know, the costume department is making these beautiful costumes and he's going to, like, he smelled even worse in this costume. Man. And I remember he walked up to us and said, so you guys want me to wear deodorant or what? And What's we're like, on? well, it's kind of disrespectful Germans to are very department. straightforward, right? <laughs> they're, they're like, what do you want from me? Okay. Like, I wanted to feel bad about Listen. what I said, but I was like, no, the costume department probably wants to use those again. You don't know what that struggle is like uh, growing up where I did. <clears throat> and I say that because... It was a very huge immigrant Polish uh, neighborhood in Chicago, right? It was either you were immigrating from Mexico or Poland. That's where you came to my neighborhood. And you would have these banging, hot, yeah. Eastern European oh, women. And I mean, by women back then, I was like fucking 15, 16, but still. And these girls would come over here and they're banging gorgeous. Funky. Yeah. Funky. You know and what? And then you had to compromise my dingling or my nose, yeah. right? Because what you, you're. What are you picking? What do you listen to? Are you listening to your dingling, which is saying she's hot, or are you listening to your nose, which is like yo? The other side of our duplex growing up was Polish immigrants. Yeah, super nice people. I'm still friends with them to this day, and like they assimilated 
quick. Figured it out, there huh? was no smell whatsoever. Man. It was quick. It was like, oh, deodorant, that's American? Cool, we're on it. I was like 19 or 20. I dated for a quick second or went on a couple dates with this. Oh, God, she was banging hot. She was like from Romania or something. Oh, my goodness. Had just come over like during high school. Yeah. So barely uh, uh, like Americanized and she had it all down. There was a, a little bit of funk. Yeah. A little funky. bit of funk. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Nice girl, very sweet, very attractive. But after a couple dates, I'm like, nope, sorry. I got to pack it in. (laughs) I just can't get past it. So listen, uh, we'll talk about more than just smelling bad. It is episode 153 of the Pat and AJ podcast. Thank you for being here. Oh, that's how we get the cat cat out of here. The The cowbell. Um, There will not be a Friday episode. There will not be a Friday episode. Um, Cat's going out of town. Yeah, I'm out of town. By the way, can I tell you just real fast, real side note, then we'll move on. Um, is that I, I talk to a lot of people and obviously now being out of the Midwest, right? It's, it's, I say I'm from Chicago and that's a far away land, yeah. right? Fucking everyone I've been telling, which is clients, coworkers, whoever it is, every single person that I'm telling, I'm going to Chicago this week, right? I'm going for like four, four days, uh, where I'm from. They all look at me like I'm being fucking deployed to Vietnam. They all look at me like they want to give me an AR 15 and a fucking flak jacket. And they're like, are you sure? Yeah, but remember they were like that when we moved to Flint too. Yeah, but I feel like out here it's different because like Flint, maybe someone has a cousin that's from Chicago. Because well, we were, and yeah, when we were in the Midwest, enough. that was close enough. That's what I said. Being yeah. out here, being where people are like, I'm from California. This is a West Coast area. Yeah, yeah. it's weird because to them they're like, why the fuck <laughs> are you going? To shuck. Like, they're literally like, why don't you sign up to fight the war on terror before you go do this? And I'm like, it's really not that big of a deal. It is very strange whether it's, like, violence in a city because, you know, I'm from Milwaukee. We have the same. I'm pretty sure it's the most segregated city in the country still. Go Milwaukee. Jeez, Louise, I can't believe that hasn't changed. But they have Giannis now, see? They have Giannis. They have Giannis now. Everybody loved Giannis. But yeah, I noticed out here, like, we live in such a beautiful area that when you say you're going to the Midwest for anything, everybody goes, what the fuck? Why? Why? What are you doing? Because I'm from there. I mean, mean, and that's why I keep saying, I'm like, look, I haven't really been back since the pandemic, and there's this big concert, and I have friends, I have grave sites I have to go see, all types of shit. But it is funny, as I tell them all, hey, next week, I'm not going to be around for a couple days, here's why. They fucking look at me like, oh my. God. Why would you go there by what choice? Is wrong with you? <laughs> so yeah, we will we will not be here on Friday. So we'll make this like an extra long, yeah. nice little flowy uh, podcast here. Hope everyone is doing well. Speaking of being out here in Arizona, things you discover moving out of your area, and again, we're people that have moved around, but for the most part, we've we, been mi- in the Midwest for the most. It's yeah. been Wisconsin or Michigan. Yeah, those right. are our two longest. And you just you learn certain yeah. things or universals, whether it's about snow or this or that, whatever the fuck it is. I remember we moved, even just moving around in the Midwest when we moved to Michigan. Mm-hmm. I learned that a party store. Oh, it's not where different. you get party decorations. No, that's, it's where that's you a, get booze. It's a liquor store. We, we, we call it a liquor store in a Chicago. A liquor store. Yeah, that's what we called it, too. Call it a party store. But yeah, you learn something new every time you move. But fuck, I got to tell you, if there is one thing that I love about my Arizonans, and maybe it's just Southern Arizonans, so I'll say Southern Arizonans, is they are in love with the landscape, the nature, yeah. uh, the feel. Very respectful of yeah, it. of Southern Arizona. They're all about industry and building houses and all that bullshit and, you know, all that. But there is such a hefty respect. I mean, to the point where Tucson, if you guys didn't know this, has some of the strictest what they call light pollution yeah. laws that keep our nights dark. 
I mean, so you can see every star it out is, there, man. It is incredible. It's beautiful. And that's by design. So this shouldn't surprise me, but... Well, it, I've noticed, too, like, if people have, like, a rattlesnake in their backyard, they don't take a brick to it. No, they just call someone, and they remove it, and they go yeah, put it out in the and, desert. and same thing, you know, like, people put out water for bobcats here. Even though the bobcat <laughs> could potentially eat their, their dog, they still... Yeah. Everybody's very cool about it. We're, they're very much like, we live here. We need to respect it. So, you know... As we've become acclimated, the one thing I probably learned the most, which is unique, interesting fact, for those of you who may not be in the know, the saguaro cactus, which is the traditional cactus with the arms, right? You see it in every Old West, uh, Wild West cartoon. It's um, only found in Arizona. It's only in Arizona. We didn't know that. You can't find If you find it anywhere else, it's not they, native to that area. And here's the thing. You're not going to find it anywhere else because those things are protected as fuck. I mean, state laws. Don't they tag them? Like you are, I mean, I see huge housing developments, which of course there's a lot down here that they're building and they will have, as they're clearing out acres of land, leveling it yes, all, yes. they'll have fucking fences around two or three saguaros because they cannot touch those. Those saguaros no. are part of that fucking development. There's now. a development there they've been working on since we moved here um, that we pass every time on our way to our son's school. And like last summer, it was completely leveled and cleared out except for a few saguaros that were yeah, just sticky because they can't touch them. That's it. You leave them there. Now, you can you can move them. Yes, there are there are people. I mean, doctors. There are companies. Like, if, if you know, we've had a lot of windstorms lately. We're in monsoon season. If your big old saguaro falls down in your backyard, you can call a goddamn company, and they can, one, rehab it, or yeah. two, rehome it, or three, literally take it away, fix it, and then bring it back. Yeah. They're very protected and respected. So this shouldn't surprise me. But it warms my heart that after one of these nice little storms that just blew through, and I know you don't think of Arizona and storms, but trust me. Oh, Lord, me, we get crazy thunderstorms in monsoon yeah, season. Yeah, we're in monsoon season right now. Um, we have what is called an organ cactus. Organ piper. Organ piper cactus uh, as part of our natural landscaping, right? I don't know if it was here when they made this place. I don't know if someone planted it. but We it, are on one of the only yards that in this it, entire yeah. neighborhood that has a bunch of cactuses. So... This specific organ pipe, uh, is it pipe or piper? pipe, actually. Pipe. Yeah. Organ pipe cactus is just that. It's a bunch of very long stems that, I guess, resemble organ pipes. Yeah, right? they you totally ever, do. Yeah. And, uh, they don't have the arms like saguaros. Yeah, they're, they're, just, just, they're just big stalks. Yeah. yeah, and you have one cactus, and it has maybe 10 stalks, and they're all real high. And, and I you mean, can see the picture of this on our social yeah. media. And, and and they are tall. I mean, they're fucking 10 feet tall. Yeah. I mean, if I stand next to it, I'm still looking way up to the top and I yeah. can't reach the top. So we have one of our big storms. Oh, no. We look outside. Two of these, I guess, organ pipes, what I want to yeah. call it, right? The pipes on the organ have fallen over. They snapped off our big cactus and they're now laying in our front yard. The pipes, the, the yes, pipes yeah. are falling. The pipes are falling. The pipes fell. <laughs> and so now we're sitting here. You're like one, like kind of bummed, like, oh man, some of my, uh, you know, fucking cactus fell. But two, you're not bummed because they're a lot it's more. still there, yeah. And and the one thing we learned about cactuses here, actually many things we've learned, is that A, all of their roots are very shallow. Yeah, it's not deep-rooted like an oak tree or I something. I mean, it, the joke where you could, like, a strong wind will blow it over, hence what happened, a, a, a strong, strong wind, wind will blow it over. Blew it up. So that's why they're so protected. There are bir they, birds living them. Yeah. There are flowers blooming off them. I mean, they're incredible. So this organ pipe cactus is apparently also on the list of protected cacti here in the state. Not only that, 
we have learned that it is kind of valued within the cacti community because it's a five-sided, like five yeah, a five-sided stalk. So we've learned all all about we, this. We're learning all this shit because we had two stalks fall over in the monsoon, and what, I said, "What do we do? What the hell? I'm not touching that. Like these things. <laughs> that, well, that's what I told you. And I'm not even kidding. Like we have spent days pulling pricks yeah. out of uh, our hands just from just from walking by a cactus here, and that's why I'm like, I'm not touching that. But I don't know what to do with it. So I posted it on all our community pages." Thinking they'd be like, I'll oh, just cut it up and throw well, yeah, it out. Yeah, because we were thinking like, all right, is there a removal service? Someone who can come take it? It's is- like the Midwest when you're when a tree blows over in a storm. You're like, hey, anybody want Thank- free wood? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking would happen. Like, so you're like next door telling everybody, anybody want to come pick this up? Whatever. Actually, lots of people want the cactus that fell. So. There is a process, and I guess it's somebody, I, I don't have a time Again, on it. Again, this is a huge fucking community down yeah. here. Huge community. So I don't, I don't have the exact time. One person said two days, another said two weeks. So they said what you do is you wait till a callus is over. Again, not sure if that's two days or two weeks. I got conflicting reports. Sure. But they're like, you wait till a callus is over, then you plant it in a pot, water it, and it yeah. will it will explode out and grow. And I said... And basically, you make yourself a new organ yeah. pipe cactus based off this one stalk of an organ pipe cactus. And I don't know if you noticed, but we do have a cactus in a pot in yeah. our front yard. Yeah, that was did. here when we moved in. So somebody, the guy who lived here before us or the people before that must have done I it. I mean, I'm just saying it makes sense because like when I was in Michigan, I got bored for a while and I was... Um, I was growing some weed when we went uh, recreational. I was growing like two plants. It was like the world's smallest grow operation. But, you know, I learned just through horticulture stuff that you could cut a little branch off of a weed plant at a certain phase and literally through kind of the same process, grow another plant. And then that's how I learned. I said, okay, if if you're a huge industrial grower, this must be how you keep your crops growing. So it makes sense that any plant out there can kind of respawn into something else we just had no idea the demand. I mean, when AJ put out this little call, like, guys, what should we do? And then, of and course, the first like 10 comments were, hey, just replant it. And I was like, well, we and I mean this, we don't have room for another cactus in our yeah, yard. Yeah, no, we have a, a, a bunch of cactus. Our front yard is yeah. full of cacti. Our backyard is not. We don't have enough room for any. And after that, people started saying, well, I'll take it. And I couldn't tell if they were joking or not. And mm. I was like, ha ha, it's good, sure. And then multiple people said, no, no seriously. No, a bunch of them. They all Can want I it. come pick it up? Yeah. Shit you not. And they want to plant it in their own yard. So. She has a fucking waiting list. I do. She I has have... a waiting list. She has a waiting list of people saying, you know if other people flake out, I'm in. It's marketplace. It's like, hey, if so-and-so passes or doesn't show up, I'll let you know. We had one lady come pick up one stock. She was going to pick up two, but she's like, my car is not big enough because they're tall. I mean, you do underestimate how tall they are until you do. It's laying down, so it's hard to tell. Stand next to it, and that fucker is like 10 feet tall. So then you try to pull up with your Honda Accord, and you're like, oh, shit. So the, I'm like, oh, shit, she only picked up one stock. What do we do with the other one? I looked on the other comments, and yeah. there were at least 10 people that said, I want to come pick it up. I want and I, I've told him, like, you need a pickup truck for this thing. It's huge. No and problem. The lady today was like, have one. We'll be there tomorrow. I'm like, this is incredible. This is fucking amazing. So and we, I love it. I, I mean. We haven't had to touch it. We haven't had to touch it. And by the end of the day today, it'll be gone see, and replanted. I was just replanted. so worried that the fucking HOA was going to get on us. If we, if we left, well, I know that's how I feel, but I know this is the kind of stuff that they look out for. And I was just thinking, I go, man, 
we've got to figure out something to do before I get a fucking email that says, hey, you got to blow over cactus. No shit, Sherlock. I know. So I was just amazed. And, and like, again, I'm like, man, Arizonans never cease to amaze me. No, you know? taking every opportunity. People. I think, people. and I've noticed, I think the HOA is backing off a little bit this summer because with all the rain we've had, oh, there the are weeds, weeds stuff, yeah. everywhere. And, like, I spray once a week, and, like, they're back within a day. I mean, shit just grows out of control mm-hmm. with the rain. And we haven't gotten a letter, and there are some yards that pretty much have grass now because there's so many <laughs> weeds. I think they're backing off a little bit on shit because, like, another somebody down the street had a, a yeah. tree blow over. Listen, it's an it's election. Been, it's been in their driveway Listen. for, like, weeks because they're, they're working on getting rid it's of it. It's an election season, and that includes for the board of the HOA. They're not, they're no one's, not to piss no one's off. trying to piss anybody off. They're trying to keep that machine going, right? I saw, by the way, <laughs> and this will be totally something you would do on Reddit. Somebody had a flag that said, in their front yard that said, yeah. defund the HOA. Yeah, and they said, "Hey, I, like I got that. a letter from my HOA about the flag." <laughs> Defund the HOA. I like that. That'd be funny. <laughs> that's what I said. I'm like, they're going to tell you to take it down. Of course they are. I will say there. That's the only thing. And you know, my best friend in uh, South Bend, Indiana. He's he said the same thing. He has an HOA that he's been living in for a long time. Um, but you you're not allowed. And this is where some people are going to be like, you should be allowed to do whatever you want. Then don't live here. Um, you're not allowed to put up political yard signs, right? And which as, is actually, in my which, opinion, refreshing. Yes, which I, me and my best friend have, have both said, while there's a twinge of, well, what the fuck? Why can't I? Don't tell me what I can do and what I can't do. That's what HOA does. But we both then said, but yeah, it's kind of fucking nice. It's nice. Like, it's nice walking around the neighborhood and not, one, now knowing who's, you know, on who and who thinks what. Because they've just become more vitriolic over the years, right? It's it's not just, I like this guy. It's like some kind of fuck you well, slogan. and I was so, saying, we've also come in, we're like in this. It's a whole weird world. We're in this society now where people are proud yeah. of their, like so proud they feel like it's their identity. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, it's not. So I will say it is refreshing that, you know, the HOA is like, you can't do that. And even though it's an insane political season, especially here in Arizona, and I'm sure if you're in Michigan or Wisconsin, it is where you are as well. Um, we're not inundated in the yards. There's no fucking signs. I just scroll I, I just scroll can, through my neighborhood, you man. You can tell, though, where the HOA uh, ends, where that's, their their jurisdiction that's ends. That's where all the signs start. <laughs> the signs. <laughs> Literally, boom. Shit you not. At in case the, you're wondering. the end of our street, right yeah. across the street, like a hundred signs were put up, <laughs> hundred signs. I kid you not. It was just lining the streets. Oh, but but it, it is nice. Well, maybe I'll have to fucking toss a defund the HOA in the the sign farm at the end of the block. You know Wouldn't what? Be funny tossing I, a defund the HOA. I feel like you could put because we do have a flag, like the flag. Now we don't have a flag pole. We have like one of the little holders on the. Yeah, pillar. someone whoever lived here before has the you know the the little bracket that you would put your flag and you know flag pole in. And in in uh, Michigan, I. I had just um, a flag that I had hanging uh, vertically, right? Yeah. I didn't have it on a flagpole. I had it kind of a fixed our porch, and it kind of blew with the, the wind and stuff. Um, but we have one here where we could do a traditional flag, which people do do flags in the neighborhood. Yeah. And the flags I've noticed, it is literally, it is Arizona in USA. Yeah. That's it. Those. So I wonder if that's not the HOA, too, that well, you can't do fucking flags of like football teams. Yeah, I don't know and, because like, well, but the neighborhood next to us where I take our dog walking yeah. sometimes, they had a Michigan flag out. Okay, so a then may, maybe you flag. can do uh, uh, like a sports 
They and must states. be a house divided because they had MSU and uh, U of M. Oh, so, that's awesome. But that was, the, and of course, I was like, oh, that's cool. We just moved here from Michigan. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the rules are. I feel like the defund the HOA flag, <laughs> would, you probably get a letter about that. I like it though, right? I thought you were the first person I thought of when I saw it. I'm like, Defund- Pat would do that. Yeah, I like that one. You know me, anything to needle the man every now and then, right? Uh, AJ looked at me the other day. And she said the oddest statement that I've heard in a while. And she even prefaced it. You ever do? You ever see that happen when your partner comes to you and goes, man, I can't believe I'm fucking saying this. Yeah, you know you're about to say something right? stupid and out of character, but you're going to say it anyways. And, like, I've even said dumb shit like that about, like, uh, Kim Kardashian, right? I mean, I can't believe I'm going to say this. You know, she's kind of turned out all right. You know, she's a lawyer and she's got kids. She's not a lawyer, damn it. She's doing some good things in the world. No, she's not. So when AJ comes in and she goes, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I go, okay, you have my attention. Because you're about to say something that you inherently already admit is going to sound bonkers coming out of your mouth. So you can't believe you're going to say what? Good for Octomom. That's right. You hear that? Good for Octomom. Hold on. Go ahead and first just, you know, in case you forgot, because that's how fucking old all this is, right? It's not like she's talking about current events. That's why I said I can't believe I'm going to say this right? and even bring this name up, because so, it's so ancient. I feel like we have to almost fucking reset up who the fuck Octomom is for people to be like, well, why is AJ saying good for Octomom? So Octomom was a big, she was a viral sensation when we were Nadia Sulman? Though, Nadia, yeah, I think she's Natalie now. Oh. Probably because Nadia's too, you know, a lot of people will probably can't pronounce <laughs> it for some We're very reason. anti-Russian these days, yeah. and it sounds a little bit too it close to a little too Russian. Nadia. She goes by Natalie. This is like back when we used to, you know, like Americanize your last name. Yes. She's like, I don't want to be too close to the Russians. Let's make it Natalie. So back in 2009 at our first radio station, because that's why we talked about it, because that's what you talk about on morning radio shows. Ah, it's Jesus. what's going on a long time ago, in the yeah. world. Um, and she was she was easy fodder. Basically, um, she was, she was a, tabloid fodder. Wasn't yeah, she? she was a single mom who already had. And I think people forget this. Six children. That's the part that I feel like a lot of people do glaze over, that there were yes. already six kids in the home. She had six home. children. She was a single mom of, of six kids. I think she that was in vitro, too. I, I imagine it must have been. I could be wrong, though, so don't don't. So she's just that. a woman. She's a single mom with six kids. So she's like the woman in, in the shoe, yeah. and she had a lot of kids. So she continued to get in vitro uh-huh. and became pregnant with octuplets. Which is? Eight kids. Okay. In her belly. Okay. All eight of them survived. Now, that's the one thing I do know about in vitro. A lot of the times, like, multiple embryos will implant, and they'll be like, oh, you have triplets, but that doesn't mean you're going to give birth to triplets. Sure. You know, one or two of them may not make it. But and so that she, happens a lot. She ends up carrying. All eight of these kids All to eight term, of these kids. Two term. Okay. So now then, then that, by the way, would put her at, if I'm doing the math right, 14 children. That would make her a mom of 14. And this is a single mom. Single mom, And of course, right? You know me? I was around when everyone clutched their pearls over Murphy fucking Brown getting pregnant on TV. mother. My God. Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. I have nothing against uh, you doing what you want to do in life. I'm not saying you need any kind of specific nuclear system to do it, but... The problem with her is... (laughs) 14 kids. She went viral when she got, she was pregnant. So well, yeah, she obviously, the you, you got eight, eight babies in there, and this is a story. This is a fucking news story. She gives birth to all these eight kids, yeah. 
and then immediately goes on welfare because go. she cannot afford all. Who the yeah. hell could afford? How did she children? afford the in vitro? I don't know. Because this is before. By the way, if you're trying to put it in timeline ish I mean, I kind of know how much in vitro is yeah. now because I have family members that have done it, it, and they've told me. I don't. I think it was probably a little cheaper back yeah. then, but not a lot. I mean, we're this, still talking thousands of dollars. This is like we're we're still fresh in like the fucking glow of yes, we can by Obama. So this is like the period of time where this is one of those kind of front pagey yeah. stories that is is reaching all types of different whether it's inside edition because people in genuinely like fucking babies and they want to watch the babies and someone pregnant to like people bringing up the point like you said should someone who's on state funded assistance be adding this many children yeah. into their financial scheme um and that was kind of where everything turned on her i think is the welfare because that's the weird part because how many and think about this from town to town county to county whatever it is someone has a fucking story about a family that somehow whether it's through in vitro or whatever they end up having five kids yeah. right four kids five kids it's a little news story Usually a fucking local car dealership for good karma gives them a, a used minivan yeah. for free. And, and, you know, some other credit union gives them a little check for diapers. Usually that's kind of like the extent of it. And then they go away. Yeah. Um, this became like this fucking sensation story of can you take care of these kids? Why? Are, and, and then we started questioning her because she. So she made. She's an eccentric, right? She's very eccentric. She made some questionable choices about how she was going to earn a living. She did do, I think, an adult film or two. But that was afterwards. That's way afterwards, well, right? Well, th- that was after she had... Yes, she's not She's not banging some guy I mean, pregnant I'm with just, eight babies. Listen, there's a subcategory oh, for everything, Trust so I don't me, know. Some, somebody would love to watch now, that. Now, I but. remember when she did that. That was when Vivid... Because I think Vivid was the company that was doing all the big celebrities, right? Like, they're the yeah. ones that did the Kim Kardashian tape. Um, and then that became a thing, like, like legitimately for a thing, it really became a thing where celebrity porn, yeah, celebrities were putting out these porns and then it kind of went from, well, we're not just leaking videos, we're producing them. Yeah. So I remember she got, yeah, there was some huge offer for her to do her own video, which she did do. I think she was nominated for an AVN award. Well, but it was a solo video. That was the thing people didn't know. Oh, I didn't know that. If you went to the website. Did you watch it? um, I watched, like, I think they used to. uh, You can just say it. I don't know. No, no, no. Dude, I'll tell you about all my porn. All right. I don't give a shit. I remember watching the trailer because they would release like trailers, yeah, like like a movie because they're trying to get you to buy it, right? Um, and I remember the trailer. Yeah, it's a solo video, so it's a masturbation video. Okay. So it's her with toys, whatever. And the one thing was I was she fully naked. Uh, the one thing I can figure out from what I remember with the trailer and all that, and every guy out there fucking knows this, and maybe every woman too. Um, there's some women that just don't inherently have that sexy, sultry gene. They don't know how to use that no. part of them. Um, and I'll then, raise my hand right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of you and Liz Lemon and, you know, people like that. I get it. Um, she very much, but then she was like, it, it seemed very awkward. It like seemed, she didn't know how to do this. I don't think she's a naturally sexy no. girl who likes being photographed and videoed and being all sultry, but she was doing it because Vivid was throwing a fuck ton of money at yeah. her. And I get it. And people would pay for it just out of, I mean, whether or not you wanted to watch her pleasure herself, you'd watch it just because you want to see what she looks like after 14 kids. I mean, one, I feel like that was the thing people were probably more interested in is what does this body look like? But second to me, um, I could just tell you from the trailer, I said, I would not spend my money on that. No. This is, she's not enjoying her work, you know? I mean. So 
I remember that. I know she did the adult film, which really didn't surprise anybody. Never and then, ever a reality show. No. And so here's the thing. I wonder why. This is how this came up. As the other day, she released an Instagram photo of the octuplets. They're starting eighth grade. No shit. She, well, yeah. Think about it. That was 2009. Yeah. So was it 2022? Yeah. So she put a picture of them up on our Instagram. And she, and you know, I'm like, wow, like we really haven't seen, she has not exploited these children. She didn't pull a John and Kate plus I mean, I was going to say that's kind of the other thing that in, you know, those little stories about the mom and dad who have four or five now, unfortunately, usually lead to, they have a development deal with Discovery Plus and their very own show called John and the Johnsons coming this fall. So she didn't do that. So we, I know she, there have been interviews with her periodically throughout the, like somebody called CPS after one of the interviews because this house she was renting. And that was the problem. I think the keyword here is renting. Yeah. She, the kids destroyed it. There were holes in the walls. She let them color on the wall. So she's living. So she's doing interviews about her life from this little home in California where she has now 14 children, children, right? Eight of them being newborns. Yeah. Um, Well, I think at that time they were like four or five. So I'm going to ask the obvious question. Do you, and you may not even know this, but has there is there anyone else in this supporting her? Does she have a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister? I mean, I know she doesn't have a boyfriend or husband, and she's talked a lot about how she's not in. I mean, she just, like I said, is not that person. She's not looking for a man. So I don't know if she has what kind of support she has. Because how I, can you realistically raise eight newborns on your own? And you I, can't. I haven't really followed her story until I saw the picture of the kids in eighth grade, and I said, the hell is she up to now? Yeah. Like, how did, and, and one of the things What's that, going on with you? One of the things that struck me about this Instagram picture is she said, the older six kids don't want their picture online. I respect that, and you should too. Because people literally said, where are your other kids? They're like, she's like, they don't want to be online. And that's sure. their decision. And I was like, that's super respectful. And she's, because she said, I'm tr- not going to exploit my kids for money. And if you look back, she really hasn't. She is a counselor now for people with addiction issues. So she's got like a job where she's helping other people. So according to the Wikipedia page, as far as the welfare, she initially denied it. That was the big deal. Okay. And then she finally confirmed it in 2012 that she was on public assistance. And everybody got pissed off because they were like, why are we paying for all your kids? And then that's what they said. It led to a bigger controversy more in the field of assisted reproductive technology, IVF, in saying, because we can, should we? Yes. But then if you get in that into that conversation, are we now picking and choosing yeah. who can have children? And that gets real fucking gets weird. Dicey. We're, we're yeah. almost like China at that point saying only one child, you know, one boy per household. Yeah. So I get all the weird tentacle questions that yeah. comes out where like what doctor said this is a good idea? A single mom with six kids on her own. Yeah. Let me give you eight other lives to take care of the check cleared for the IVF. Did he think to say, can you afford 14 children? Like those, the babies are going to be born and then they will continue to grow up and you will have to pay for them for a long time. But you know, after I, I, cause I watched some old interviews with her to kind of get a feel for the story. Cause I was about to write it. And she, she's pretty much said, I'm not exploiting my kids. And now she's like, hey, these are, you know, my my eight kids. The other six don't want to be on Instagram, and I respect that. And just overall, I said, you know, we really thought she and her kids were going to be this horrific train wreck. 
That's why everybody was. That's why she went viral in the first place. I mean, you knew this was going to be a train. That's wreck. why we watch them all. That's yeah. even even why we all watch John and Kate because eventually we wanted to see the lady who always wanted to talk to the manager. Oh my god! And did yeah, they you yell at her husband? Right. About, I mean, they're more than a train wreck. They're a locomotive that yeah. like crashed into a. But brick that's why wall. we watch it as yeah. much as we loved watching the little kids. Yeah, it was we knew that those two eventually were going to fucking explode, well, and I they mean, did. And and you saw it too. Even I mean, we saw John and Kate totally implode. But then even like her two older twins. Remember that goofy interview they did where like those two the two older girls just clearly despised their mom. Yeah, didn't want to do the interview, and she exploited the shit out of them. Octo mom didn't do that. And I was like, you know what? Wow. Good for her. Good for you. Good for you. Nadia Solman was paid to participate in the launch of an internet debate site. In that initial internet debate, she was going to be debating Michael Lohan on parenting. See? <laughs> She's been figuring out how to hustle this thing in the fucking dollars. She, you know what, though? She's always been pretty well-spoken. Like, she's not a dummy. That's a you debate know? that I want to hear. Michael Lohan and the, and the Octomom talking about parenting. Listen, I'm one of those. I don't job shame people. I really don't. I don't care if you do sex work for a living. I don't care what you do for a living. As long as you're not hurting other people and you are safely making money, I don't care how you support your family. So I'm not going to job shame her. What I'm more impressed at is that at no point did she exploit her kids in this to make a buck. She really didn't. And we're, we're so far in now. These kids are in eighth grade. I think it's safe to say, no, she has not used them to make money. She has said when the octuplets were turning 10, so that would have been like, what, two years ago? That she concedes at the time she was absolutely young, dumb, irresponsible, selfish, and reckless, but does not regret any of her children and says that they're all happy, healthy, and very well-mannered. And they seem to be. Which is, you know, a little impulsive of a decision. Holy crank, shit, you Crank think? out eight kids. How old is she? What does it say? Oh. I'm curious how old she was when the octuplets were born. She's uh, 47. Okay. She was born at 75, so she's three years older than me. Okay, so she was in her very early 30s. Yeah. Oofta. I mean, I was 24 when I had our son, and I knew I was young and immature, but I also didn't have 14 kids when I was 24. That's wild. We, so we still only have one because newsflash, we can't afford 14. <laughs> Again, things that you just didn't think that you'd hear when your wife yeah. comes in and looks at you and goes, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I, I still can't believe I even said it. I can't believe it. Good for that octomom. But she pulled it together. I guess. I mean, there was an inside. There's a an inside edition interview from like 2017. Yeah, where they basically like went to her house and saw like how oh, a day works. Here and now, or then and now. The I mean, they have a system. The kids know how to do laundry. Well, yeah, that's what she was saying. That and, she said her house runs like mili like uh, a military operation. And I believe that because trust me, I know even with one kid, you can't fake that for the camera. Yeah. Either your 14 kids that's know what, what their place is and their chores, or they don't give a shit. Those kids were getting, you know, they were doing dishes. They were getting breakfast ready yeah. for each other. They were doing laundry, which again, then it begs the question, well, are they oh, raising I, each other? Yeah, like I was going to say, sometimes you saw that happen with, who is it? The one with the, the Duggars, the Duggars. Yes. Where you would hear about basically the older ones became in charge of the younger ones. Yeah. And it became this cycle of 
you're having more kids, but are you really parenting them besides really having We've them? We've seen those in a lot of the, um, like the polygamous documentaries yeah, we watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that when they have like 27 kids, yeah. the older ones will admit, yeah, I raised the younger ones. Yeah. The parents so, didn't. But I don't know. I, I really do think somehow, because we thought it was going to be a train wreck. We all did. We I thought agree. this was, we thought she'd be in jail yeah. or something. No, she I mean, pulled her shit together. I will. I mean, I suppose the payback, the return on investment for like, you know, t- California taxpayers is this, is if these kids turn into like successful human beings that contribute to society, that contribute to society earn like, money pay taxes it and seems like they're going to they're on their way jesus christ man who would have thought who would have thunk it hey don't don't count anybody out man Doma. good for you the pat and aj podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms subscribe today follow pat and aj on twitter instagram youtube and facebook now at pat and aj patandaj.com support the pat and aj podcast network today by donating on venmo or cash app powered by the people the pat and aj podcast